Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. One for 17. Fourth quarter. One for 17 in the fourth quarter from our superstars. Lots of differing opinions. Let's talk about it. I'm not going to lie to anyone or try to pretend that I'm not in an emotional place right now. I'm in a, I am in a emotional place right now. What I saw last night disturbed me. I went to sleep not believing in it. And then after I went to sleep not believing that what happened happened, I woke up this morning with my son who, who, who got sent to sleep before the game was over. And he's watching it in disbelief. And I'm watching it in disbelief. And we're looking at each other. And, uh, and, uh, but what he said to me fortified my position and what we're going to talk about. I've got Sam with me. I got, I've, I've got Kool-Aid with me and we're going to really, um, break this thing down to the bone gristle. Um, but I thought what my son said to me, um, kind of summed it up. He, you know, we're fast forwarding and we're fast forwarding, you know, through the commercials, through through free throws, you know, we're trying to get through the whole game. And then at the end of the game, he like folds his arm and he says, that wasn't KD. I said, what? He's like, of course that was Kevin Durant. You, you saw, he was like, yeah, that was Kevin Durant, but that wasn't KD. That's not, I, I don't know that guy that I just watched. That somebody replaced my guy. I agree with my son. I say that last night was because uh, uh, that wasn't Kevin Durant. That wasn't what we expected. We've been arguing back and forth. Kool-Aid, let me bring you up. Let me bring you up first. We've been going back and forth. Hey, what's good? We've been going back and forth on, 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 on text, on anything that we connect on. And you have a very specific and consistent, might I add. It's not like you waver or go back and forth. You have been consistent on this subject matter. But you have a viewpoint on this that we differ. Please lay your viewpoint out first. And Okay, so. And I'm, I'm going to respond. But I go ahead. So for the people that's listening, I'm look, uh, my viewpoint comes from a player and a also a fan so I wasn't big on Nash from the beginning I ha- I'm not big on Nash at this moment now what I will say if we and I'm only going by this series the last two games I'm not going to kill him for regular season because when the playoffs start regular season don't count so I'm not going to use none of that 
for 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 argument negative or positive. Only going on the two two games against Boston. So our issue is you don't think Steve Nash deserves any blame. The blame for me goes between Nash and our two stars who have been selling ass like they working at Hunts Point <laughs> or they back in East New York behind the White Castle. I know the spots of you from Brooklyn. Now, so what I'm going the to hilarious say, thing is, hold on, not to cut you off, but the hilarious thing is, if you're old enough to remember this, the 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 stroll used to be where Barclays Center is right now. Facts. <laughs> it used to be the Daily it News. Used, it wasn't just the Daily News. Right. It, the, no. So the Daily News is shut down, and the train <laughs> yard was just a hole in the ground. And I yep. remember. I remember, like, after the club or whatever like that, just, just looking for something to eat or just bullshit. And I would go, we would drive back there or cut through back there. And it just, that was that was the whole stroll, if, for lack of a better <laughs> word. And for you to say that they sell it ass is crazy because where the building is built right now, um, <laughs> luckily. It's the demons. The demons is entering. The demons. Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, not nah, so. Hold on, let, let me let me drive home my point because I'm ahead, pretty sure ahead. from looking at looking at Nets Twitter, a lot of people agree, but they scared because some of them are minions for other people. But that's neither here nor there. Um, mm, so mm-mm. we're gonna go, go game one. I call this the Kyrie game, right? Kyrie carries us as the star. As one of the stars, he carried us mm-hmm. all the way to four, 45 seconds left in the game. He gave us a three-point lead. Doesn't matter. Nothing else matters up until that point. KD's struggling with the physicality. Mm-hmm. He's turning the ball over left and right. He's forcing shots. Kyrie was forcing shots. They just hold, happened to go hold, down. Hold on, Kool-Aid. I got to stop you right there just because I want to address that, and I don't want it to get lost, right? Okay. If, did I imagine it, or did I see, or did I see a couple times, just face guarding him, just face guarding him? No, nobody even bodied him up, and then that like got him off ba- balance. Just the normal face guard of Kevin Durant. Did he not get the ball taken from him at least four times between the last two games? Yeah, that's because he's over-dribbling because now he's not reacting. He's thinking now. And once you start thinking, your game is off. I I that's, agree with all of that. I I agree with all of that. But who's, fault, who's to blame for that? Now, How do you see, not put the I, responsibility on, a, and, on what, a 14-year vet? No, 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 no. See, this is where I think why we differ. I am placing blame on KD for not showing up. You Steve Nash has nothing to do with him missing shots in a certain sense. Meaning, if you shoot in wide open shots and you miss KD, if you if you miss some of your normal contested shots that are good shots for you, that's okay. The issue with KD and that I say it's on Nash, and I'm about to sum it up. Give me one second because I don't want to lose my train of thought. So Kyrie gave us the three-point lead with 45 seconds. The Celtics come down and call a timeout immediately. Now, 
in the playoffs, every possession counts. And in saying that, that was the biggest possession of that game. You go with a defensive lineup. Doesn't matter if they can't score. For that defensive possession, with 45 seconds left, you want them to waste time on the shot clock. You want them to, to hopefully miss and we secure the rebound. We have two timeouts left. You can then bring your offensive players back. The reason why I'm saying this, if you got the defensive players out there, they may not get that layup at seven seconds. They may take 15 to 20, right? So even if they do score, they have to play the foul game, meaning when Brooklyn inbounds the ball, you're going to go for a quick steal. If you don't get the quick steal, you immediately foul. That's why you call a timeout to advance the ball to half court and bring your offensive players back. So now when they foul, now we're going to the line. We keep them down three, right? He didn't do any of that. Then when Kyrie got the ball for the final possession of for Brooklyn, once he realized he was double teamed and the play was going nowhere, you call a timeout. Even if it's only for five seconds, you draw up a play that we get a good look at the basket. That is what an average to decent coach is going to do. Now, you put it in your star's hands, and if the chips fall where they don't hit the shot, that's fine. But you have to set them up to be in a position to win. We are on the road. That was a winnable game. The reason why it was winnable, because you were winning with 45 seconds left. Now I'm going to go to yesterday's game. The first half, the team... And the coach had them, the coach had the the right game plan. He made the right adjustments and got his team, meaning the stars, excuse me, got the stars to buy into what he wanted them to do. The results was a 17-point lead, even with KD only hitting his four shots in the first half, right? We got up 17. And he reverted back to OKC's Kevin Durant. He gave up a 7-0 run by himself with turnovers. Cool. But up 10 on the road, you take that. If I told you, yo, our two stars would play like ass and we would be up 10 a half, everybody would accept that. Now, my issue becomes when the coach says, hey, I think we lost some of our intensity. We wasn't focused. Okay, call a timeout. Get them to refocus. Get them to figure out the game plan. Because we keep talking about we have closers. Like I said last night on Twitter or this morning, 7-Eleven is open 24 hours. They never close. That is the issue with us. That is the issue. They haven't closed. Now I'm going to bring in Sam to, uh, to support your point. Me and Sam have been going back and forth for all morning as well. Um, I love it. Um, Sam was talk to us. Just just flow with it. You 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 know you know what it's been. Support support your buddy Kool Aid's take. Yeah, I mean, like I just you know it's funny. I think for as as sophisticated and complex as the NBA can be, I think that 
a lot of the discussion about Nash and the offense, I think we're like trying to split the atom when I just don't think a lot of this is that is is that crazy. Like I think you can say on one end that KD's turnovers and some of KD's shot selections are on KD and KD only. And I would 100% agree with that. But I think that you're seeing the same problems over and over and over again. And that's where it becomes on the coach to do something one way or another. So, for example, like KD initiating the offense when his dribbling and his like just general touch seems off is just not a good (laughs) – it it, it, it just doesn't make any sense to continue to have him do that. He should be setting up – they should be running more pin downs and back streets to get him open and 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 whatnot. And if they're being physical with him, the way that you counter physicality is by is by movement and motion. And th- I didn't see any of that. And I think the notion that after a full year since the Buck series, which was really the first time that we saw um, the double team used consistently on KD, the fact that they haven't figured out what to do from a double team is just kind of like crazy and completely inexcusable. Like this is, this is something that every major team deals with. And the reason why a lot of teams don't end up doubling superstars, unless it's much, unless it's way lower in the shot clock is because they know that they'll end up getting beat because that, because at a certain point, then you're on four, then you're on four on three on defense. But for some reason, teams will double the nets. And I, I, I know like Kool-Aid was getting this, like, like teams will, teams will double the nets at like 20 in the shot clock and the nets are completely discombobulated. Even though most teams, even most high school or college teams, as you saw in the NCAA tournament, end up getting a layup out of that. And like, that just shows a lack of, I, I, that just shows a lack of just any type of organization and, um, and, and like relying on what you've done in practice in, in situational plays. And so I like it, that, that stuff to me is just, completely inexcusable and so why and so while i think that the criticisms of Kyrie and kd are completely um fair and and right and i agree with a lot of them i just think that when you're doing the blame pie you gotta like you have to you have to split it in a way that does put a lot of onus on um on nash and i don't think that the answer uh and this is my last point i don't think the answer is like well, they didn't. Well, uh, like, well, they didn't shoot well because, like, look, I, I like doing cross sports analogies, even though they're not always perfect. But like, if your best, if your best player on a football team is, uh, is, uh, is the running back, like, if you're like the Chargers in the mid two thousands, and you, and you're just consistently giving the ball to Ladainian Tomlinson, at the end of the day, teams are going to start, you know, packing the inside, and you're not going to, and you're not going to get anywhere. And that's when you have to start start adapting. And the answer isn't just, well, you know, LT isn't finding the holes and he's not doing well. It's like, no, no, no. Like this is the playoffs. Teams adjust. And right now the Nets are running the same thing and expecting a different result. And it doesn't matter how skilled the person is like a KD or a LaDainia Thompson, whoever it is, like at the end of the day, like if you do the same thing over and over again, teams know how to, teams know how to react. And so that's where like, uh, that's where I just have kind of lost it. And the only thing that I can give Nash any amount of credit for, and this is just like the inside baseball of all this. And there's only a couple people in the room that know what's actually going on is, are we just dealing with a, a KD and Kyrie that just do not want to be coached and, because of that, it's basically paralyzed Nash to the point that he can't do anything. And like that to me is a bigger organizational issue, but it doesn't 
excuse Nash, and it definitely obviously doesn't excuse KD or Kyrie. See, that that's where I want to come in on this, right? Um, and and much of what you both of you guys are saying is is right, but you have to you have to visualize a lot of things going right for for you know or or it, the mechanics of it is complicated is what i'm saying is like what y'all what you guys are saying it, it's it's the mechanics of it is very very complicated i i myself judging steve nash over these last two games i prefer to keep it simple steve nash's job steve nash would be fired if we're talking about a loss right now where the adjustment that Steve Nash made was they t he took the ball out of Kevin Durant's hands. That's that's but just the, the they're never going to do that. that. But that's the point I'm trying to make. If if I'm asking Steve Nash to do something, I'm saying you the superstars are the superstars. What I need you to do, Steve Nash, is to make these other dudes effective. Let's 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 talk about the shooting percentages of everybody else, not named Kevin Durant and not named Kyrie Irving. These from hold on, from hold the other night. You, I, hold on, go before go you ahead. say that, mm -hmm. I just want to say this: what you're saying is right, but it's wrong. And the reason why, before you even go deep, deep digger, dig deeper. Don't even look <laughs> at the role players. They played their part last game. Okay, but they did how, their job. How do you not Steve give Nash? Nash the, okay, Steve these are Nash limited dudes. Is, these are dudes that, a, if they don't get the ball in specific places, these aren't all-star caliber players. These are players that only function in a in a specific system or getting the ball in a specific way. Nash got them the ball. I don't understand. And we, we would have because we our stars decided to play hero ball. That cost us. Oh. Okay, but but listen, but listen, listen. You could survive. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid is mm -hmm. is three for seven. Excuse me, is four for seventeen. Terrible. Would you agree? That's a that's a terrible night. Four for seventeen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sam. Would you would you also agree? Four for seventeen is a terrible night. Yeah, yeah. but I. Uh, I'll put in. The but put in context that he yeah, got but, 20 yeah, free throws. Yeah, it's a contextual he thing. Got 20, he got 20 free throws inside of that four for 17. Listen, he and needed – he wouldn't have he wouldn't have scored as many the, – the points that he had. The, the man was 0 for 10 in the second half. But he, he, do you understand? Do you understand? This is, this, is, this is what I think the issue is, though. I think the issue is that, like, for, for – at least for – I think I'm speaking for me and Kool-Aid on this, is that mm -hmm. four for 17 – like they are like if you shoot four for 17 in three different games they could be completely different four for 17 if you shoot I, four for 17 but and, i'm talking about last night in yeah, particular last night he took difficult contested shots where he was and they, getting and they, and, and he could have had a bad shooting night and he could have just only made the shots that he he shot two three pointers stepping into it with nobody missed, on him, and he missed no, them both. That, that's no rhythm. Like, we're not going to sit here and say that star players don't miss shots. That's what we're not going to do. But nobody that's, not, but that's not what we're saying. We're saying star yeah, players don't go 0 for 10 for a half, for a second now, half. See, and two star players 
can't go one for 17. It just... Now, see the, no, no, you're right. But the there's levels of that... Is, there's there's levels the of bad, no? There's, like, yeah, they could have been bad. But we were winning. We were up eight with nine minutes left with them playing terrible. This is and, the issue. And Ryan that's the Dragon, point. Dragon carried us. Listen. He had listen. very... Mm-hmm. Kool-Aid. You you got to hear yeah. me out on this because we'll go in a circle if if okay. we don't if we don't come if we don't come to grips with like like we can we can um, agree to disagree and move on but we'll go in a circle if we don't a- answer the specific question which is the framework of of my whole my whole idea. Okay, but put it but just as long as you put it in the full context of it, you I, know, I'll I, be quiet. I I I I, I am I am saying. I am saying that the coach did the job to a level where the superstars could have looked like the heroes and had a bad night. Four for four for seventeen. Like if he if they went if they hit three three more threes or two more or or or, or four more or four more twos, we win the game. Do, do you understand what yeah. I'm saying to you? There's it, levels it, of bad. So, Eve, the same mm-hmm. way you want us to look at that flip side, that, okay, if they hit this shot, if he hits two more this or that, here's the simple basics of what we're saying. If KD and Kyrie embrace the double, triple team that they embraced in the first half, Bruce Brown and them will get easy baskets. So you know what happens then? They will eventually get open shots. The one thing we can say is when they were moving the ball and players was moving, KD and them got good shots. It didn't fall, but they got good Yo, shots. The Going system ISO, works. That's what bothers 10. me the most about it. The system works. It makes bum players like Bruce Brown. I'm but, sorry, not. To, I'm sorry. I, I feel bad for calling him a bum. I apologize. I didn't mean. No, that. no, no. But a player the system that works. But 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 what the, you? But see, you want to just say, okay, Nash did the right thing right then and there, and that's fine. But in coaching, there's always something else. So so uh, Ma he he adjusts right. They they ramp up the physicality in the second half. Right, Nash didn't counter. You should have brought Dragic back on the court. Let Kyrie and KD be on the wings where they're actually catching the ball, where you have to know where they're at, as opposed to I'm watching you. Because all Ooh, they, they out rebounded them. How that, that, I'm, I'm asking myself how they did that. They that's if called, one of the that's one of the team group rebounded. Okay, but how do you not give? Gonna, how do you how do you not give Nash that, credit? Need, for having the smaller, more finesse team, and he out rebounded his his, his, no, remember how you just told me we're gonna go in circles? I understand it, but but how do you not give him credit for that? Like y'all, you're gonna whip him for. (laughs) Didn't you just hear me give Steve Nash credit? I'm giving him credit, but what I'm not gonna do is allow him off the hook. Neither the same way. You not letting the stars off. I'm not letting them off either. Wait, I, what I'm quick, saying I, is adjustments should have been made when you're watching your star players get double and triple team and struggle to get open looks. Can okay. I just Okay. Yeah, Sam. Sam, go ahead. 
So, so I'm actually going to go a step further than Kool-Aid, <laughs> which is actually funny because I, I haven't been – I've actually been more in the middle and a moderate on the Nash stuff as opposed to radical one way or the other. I, I actually – I actually thought that the that their first half. I texted one of my one of my good friends is a, is a Celtics fan, and I texted him, "This lead will not stand. This is a complete house of cards." And I wasn't even impressed in the first half, and I'll tell you why. Yes. I thought that that first you half. You and Matt are, are horrible in our group chats. No, no, but I'll tell you why. No, 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 because no, I'll tell you why. Because that 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 offense that they had in the first half. First of all, they started out nine nothing because of because Bruce of Brown. Bruce Brown because of Bruce Brown making shots, and I think Hell's I yeah. think any any offense relying on that is insane. And let me tell you what, and I'll, and I'll give a counter. Last it sounds like year, you're agreeing with me, Sam. I don't understand where are we disagreeing. No, 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 no. you'll see where I'm going. Last okay. year, last year when Joe Harris like shit the bed harder than harder than anything we've like ever seen before mm-hmm. uh, in in recent Nets playoff memories, like. He was getting good shots. Like no one was getting mad at Nash in those moments because the ball was moving and that and in Harris was getting wide open and getting really good looks. No, Yesterday, if you remember the slander of Nash last year for that was for leaving for leaving Harris in. But, but that's why. But that's why I'm trying to say that I have I I feel that I have been fair on him because I thought last year blaming him was crazy. I thought that he's I think he's handled a lot of crap that no other coach really in the league could do because he's just that type of guy and can handle that. But let me say this. I think that I think that there is a very big difference and this goes into like not all four for 17s are created equal. Like I think Joe Harris shooting poorly last year versus what KD has done in this series is our and shooting poorly are very 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 different like uh uh, are very, 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 very different bad shooting nights. There is a big difference between missing open shots in motion, uh, l- like no one within six feet of you, versus KD, where they, where Boston has clearly mastered uh, through t- through like probably watching film all of his shots, where that, he likes to be, when he likes missing to be. open shots. No, but yesterday he was not missing a lot of open shots. Yesterday he was trying to get into a rhythm, and he was and, and he forced a couple of shots. But he had his shot blocked multiple times. He had his he looked like he was he looked totally out of sorts. And and I get Seven that a lot tall. of is on and I get that a lot of that is on KD for sure. But there's also a certain element where it's like, dude, Nash, you have to do what's right by your players and your stars right now. Are really struggling to get in any type of groove, and that and 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 that was even with KD getting to the free throw line on his own. Like that was in throw. Right, you can't even blame the you can't even blame the refs, and and he was no, getting he was getting foul calls, but he no, still he still went. I I don't want to simplify. I want to I want to I want to read something to you, to you gentlemen. I know I know both of you have read it. But I, I think it's important that as a part of this conversation, as a part of this argument in particular, that we read this and this quote from Kyrie Irving, which to me, once you you take you take 0 and 10 from KD for the half, one is from 17 in the fourth quarter between KD and Kyrie together, all the bullshit that we went through throughout the season, I, everything we've done to accommodate these dudes and and put our championship hopes around them and they asked him a question and and this is how he answered 
I just think the timing is right. Their window is now for for these young guys that are in on this team that have matured. They've been through series together. They've been through seasons together. They've been through battles together. And I got a chance to experience some of that. And now being on the opposite end and going against a healthy Celtics team, obviously without Robert Williams. This dude, man. Obviously without, without Robert Williams. But you're just seeing there's a difference in their verve. There's a different in th- there's a difference in the way they approach the game. And also, they have a set offense and defense that they rely on. Ime has been a huge part of that. You got to give credit to that guy that's sitting in the president's in the president's uh, uh, role as well now we don't get to see him as often brad stevens definitely has a lot to do with it my god (laughs) is has there ever been a player that says words out of his mouth that why are you shocked Kool-Aid. So my, so so, let's go to the structure of things. In all seriousness, and I've been saying this, and my DMs is full of, I want to say crybabies because they could just message me out loud on what I when I wrote it. I have to DM me. Um, KD and Kyrie don't fit, and they don't. That's not a good parent. That parent is only good for All Star games. It's not a seamless blend unless you have a true point guard. So they haven't really been on board from get-go. Meaning, yeah, you decided y'all wanted to play together. That's the one thing y'all was aligned on. Now, my thing is, if KD was healthy from the get-go, would they really be playing together? Hmm. We don't know, right? Because he was hurt. Because then KD could really say as they like to say, he followed Kyrie or vice versa. We knew the Nets didn't want Kyrie by himself. They took him because you got KD. So now we keep hearing how they both signed off for Nash. I don't believe that to be true. No, I believe it's that, not. I believe Kyrie wanted Ty Lue. KD wanted Nash. KD is 1A. Kyrie is 1B. I think Kyrie wanted Handy. And, um, whoever, because if you align with the coach, you don't come out and say after you get that coach, yeah, we don't need a coach. No, absolutely. Because now, now you handcuff him, handcuff him, and as the second highest paid coach, I believe, in the NBA, you have to let him earn his money. If you're going to make him the second highest paid coach, he has to earn his money, meaning let him pick his staff, let him do what he chooses to do. If you decide, hey, we're going to make you the coach, my star player says, hey, we want you. Guess what? When we blaming KD, we're blaming Nash. When we're blaming Nash, we're blaming KD. They aligned at the hip. My, and, and, that, and that's what I, I say, but people fail to realize that part, is that 
okay, they're, they're a package deal. This package ain't working. Sad. So if we really, if this organization is really about a championship, we will find out this offseason because KD is signed for four more years. I don't need your approval. He cannot yeah. afford to, to, to get asked for a trade again. Let me, I gave you a chance to build a team around you and let you have a lot of input. It didn't work. Now, what GM has to has to be grown and do what's best for the Brooklyn Nets, not KD. Yeah, I I, I don't know if um Sean Marks got that kind of pull. Um, yeah. But we're, uh, well, Sam, I want you to talk about that. But I also want you to address this Kyrie comment. How 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 can we put this on Nash, considering that this is the mindset, this is the this is the thought that Kyrie thought was a, a, a good to put out in the media <laughs> for all his yeah. teammates to hear. Yeah, I mean, look, like his, I mean, I thought those comments yesterday were a combination of like pathetic and like pretty gross. And I also think that if you want a home crowd for the playoffs to get rowdy, especially a home crowd that hasn't been that strong ever, um, I, like that's obviously those aren't the comments that you want to hear because that sounds like somebody who's defeated. And look, you're never going to hear me say that like Kyrie is blameless because I, he obviously is a major part of why they're in the position they're in. He's a main reason why they're the seven, whatever they were, the seven seed this year, and, and we're in the play-in. Um, and I think but, he definitely but, does deserve blame, and I think he's someone that generally like but has Sam, been blameless more, is more one good. thing. Blame like. And, I, and we talked about that word, blame. We don't want to use the blame. We want to, yeah, we, I want fault. to use the reason. A reason, reason, reason. <laughs> right? The reason this happened, right? Like, when I judge why we lost last night, I go, I can go, the reason we lost last night was because Kevin Durant went 0 for 10. The reason we lost last night was because the pairing of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving went 1 for 17. I believe in those type of reasons and shaping a, a, a concept around something tangible where I have a prop like to admit and own the capitulation in in such a just like the crazy thing and I, I I'm sorry I'm, I'm 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 stepping on some of your time here Sam but I, I need you to address this the craziest thing about what Kyrie said is that was my argument against bringing him here. He's not gonna, he's already won his championships. What's more important for Kyrie is, is I don't know if that's in basketball and he's super rich, super satisfied. And, and I felt like it'd be hard to motivate that guy when times got hard because he's already accomplished the things he wanted to accomplish in the league. So to hear him say that, that's the part that I need you to tell me. When you hear a player say, yeah, there's teams out there that are hungrier than us. He's, he's, he's done. It's not about basketball. He made that clear since he's been in Brooklyn. It hasn't been about basketball. right? We could say when he's on another team, oh, that's Kyrie being Kyrie. Guess what? When he come to our team, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, don't, I think, don't think. I, I was just gonna say, I think. Look, and I, 
I, I gave you guys a voice message earlier today, but I think it's a, a really interesting story and it does relate to what we're, what we're talking about. Um, and it has to do with kind of, you know, like the whole, like this team being run from the top down, basically, like if you're doing a hierarchy, it's basically like excluding Josiah, it's basically KD and then Sean Marks. And then it seems like Kyrie and then Nash or, or, or whatever. And, you know, you are seeing, and like, I, I understand as much as anybody how much this is a, you know, a player league as it should be to the guys who were, you know, it, there's no other sport like basketball where one player makes such a difference and whatnot. But, you know, when the way that this organization has basically deferred to Durant, which is why, and, and, and Kyrie, which is why I do agree with everything that you both have said, which is that when you blame Nash, you do have to blame KD at the exact same time because this is a partnership that they're in there together like they're they're in this basically 50 50 on the court uh and you know when you see like KD being clearly instrumental in a lot of the different personnel decisions on top of the coaching decisions that have been made like for example you know KD obviously orchestrated the original Harden trade when I'm that that trade never struck me as something that a Sean Mar that Sean Marks would typically want to do the DeAndre Jordan being a part of the team the bringing guys into the bubble who were people that KD was friends with like a Michael Beasley or a Jamal Crawford rather than maybe like you know developing young guys and the story that I that I heard recently that I really enjoyed was that you know uh, they were talking about the Warriors and their success this year and the, I mean the Warriors are obviously are now going through like iteration two or three of championship type rosters and they um, all the veterans on the team Draymond Clay Steph they all wanted Avery Bradley over Gary Payton um, and for a while and last year the the other part of the story that I actually forgot to say they also all wanted Brad Wanamaker over Jordan Poole. And they just all wanted veterans, and the and the management was like, no, we believe in Poole, and we believe in Gary Payton. And you're kind of seeing the fruits of, like, these guys that are in the management offices, they know what they're doing. Like, they do this for a living, and it's not to say that they're always right, and it's not to say that they're always wrong, and it's not to say that players are always right or players are always wrong. But there is, like, you can tell in the organization, at least I feel this way, and I think a lot of you guys do as well, that – the power structure just feels so paralyzed and shifted and contorted in a way where like the, like if it was a human body, like the nose is where like your ass is and the spine is in the wrong spot and everything that like, it just doesn't make sense. Like I always relate it back. Eve, you'll know this like as well as anybody, like when the jets were forever before Joe Douglas were always hiring a GM and then they fire the GM who just hired a new coach. And so the coach and the coach was at like a different or same level as the GM. And it always felt like there was just this like incongruity that like basically made it so that decisions were impossible to be made. And right now that's just like how the roster, like, and the organization feels like, I don't really get like, if everybody isn't on board with Nash, then I don't get why he's the coach. If everybody isn't on board with X player being on the team, then why, like, why are they there? And like, there's just something to, and it goes to go full circle. Uh, it goes to those Kyrie comments, which is just like this whole entire thing just kind of feels like it's off track and it like, and you need people that are, that are all in and look Kyrie says a lot of things that I think he just says like in passing. And so I think dissecting anything Kyrie says is, is might be a fool's errand, but like you do need guys who are like, who are here that like are, are all in and want to win. Sam, and I do hope like, yeah, Sam, do you, do you, is the, are you missing the irony of the fact that 
this is coming from Kyrie, who who basically got up on another press conference the first year of him being here saying, yeah, um, we're basically going to, this is not basically our team. We're going to trade all of these dudes. Eve, I'll go a step further. How about the fact that this is the same guy who doesn't understand why Boston fans don't like him when he first said, I want to be back if you'll have me. And then they had a game against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden, and he told mm-hmm. all the reporters there, yeah, you know what, New York was actually a place that I really wanted to play because, like, it's coming home and stuff like that. And everybody yep. on the Celtics beat was like, wait, what? Like, you, <laughs> you just said you want to be here? And so, like, he, like, look, he has, like, he always has had, a, like, a wandering eye, and, like, I don't think he wants to go anywhere else, and obviously that's not the point of this conversation. But, like, I do think, like, comments like that, like, they, they almost remind me in a way, like, this next season – in a way, uh, you, you may like this like uh, analogy. This season, in a way, has almost felt like the Trump presidency. And like, there's been so much crap that each bad thing that happens has no significance anymore because like it just doesn't mean anything. And so, like a quote like that yesterday to me right. is indictment of like a way bigger issue within the team. But it, it basically goes unnoticed because everything that's happened this year has been bad. no nobody's saying anything. It's quiet on the timeline for, for that. It's like it's like it, it's like we've dealt with it in a way, but haven't dealt with it. it, it I feel like I feel like it, there's an uncle that we all love that's crazy, <laughs> but we Not don't want to say. Not the drunk uncle. I love the drunk uncle. The drunk uncle that you hide in the attic. That's who Kyrie is, but he's out in the open talking shit. The, I got a question for both of y'all. Do y'all think KD really want him here now? Still wants him here at the same level he did in the beginning? It's a great question. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no because one, I think they've had conversations internally about this already. And there's a reason why the contract got pulled off the table. I think KD also knows at the same time he needs a Mind right, sane Kyrie Irving to win, so he'll say you're never going to get that. You're never you going to get that full time. You're never going to get that. Not anymore. I don't. I I can't see it anymore. Like let let's talk, let's Sam. You wanted to address that? No, I mean I just, I think it's a really interesting question because what I don't really get, and I I tweeted this out, but what I don't understand about everything that's going on is that. KD went to Golden State, right? Because, like, he was playing with Westbrook, who obviously is, like, his own kind of beast, ball dominant, doesn't make the right decisions, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. Goes to Golden State where they have this, like, free-flowing pop with D'Antoni system, kind of beautiful basketball, et cetera. And then he goes to the Nets, and now they're, like, they've devolved. And it's the way that the Nets are playing, and this is, Eve, where I think that you have, like, the strongest argument about being more pro-Nash is, like, the way that the Nets are playing right now is clearly not the way that Nash wants to be playing basketball. Like, there's no way that anyone can convince me that. Now, he's still the coach, and he has power to do what he wants to do. But, like, something tells me that there's something missing there and that I don't know if it's a disconnect or if it's they, they're just kind of freaking out because they are – because Boston has just been so good defensively. But whatever it is, the to go back I, to – The way I would measure that, though, Sam – is yeah. I would say look at how look at how, how a player that's done like Goran Dragic. <coughs> excuse me. Oh, I hate coughing in the mic. My bad. Um, 
but a player that's done like Goran Dragic, he's looked brilliant. Why yeah. does he look good in it in the system? The system elevates him. It elevates Bruce Brown. It elevates Seth Curry. What's happening look, to our point guard system? I mean, it's look, Kool Aid's been saying. Kool Aid's been saying anybody that 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 like we need we need a point guard like even like Kool Aid and I were begging for even like a guy like Corey Joseph, just like getting somebody in there who can handle the ball and like. I mean, Kool Aid was the first person to say this that I've heard at least on Twitter, like. Dragic should for sure be starting to me because, like, you need like this whole idea, like this this whole idea of Kyrie being a distributor and whatnot. Like every time when he's the primary guard on the floor, the teams are horrible. Like they just can't play. That's not his style. He can't do right, it. But he's a, to go he's back a to the original Kobe question about, like, with with KD and Kyrie, like I just like the the way that they're playing right now and the way specifically that KD is playing is so like just AAU crap that like. ISO, like no movement, no screening, no pin downs, no anything. And like, I just don't think that's like what KD wants. I get that like in Golden State, he still got to do his whole ISO thing. Um, and like, uh, cool, you could speak to like the offensive, like intricacies of it more than I can. So, but like, I, but like, th- like so the way ISO, is not his type of style. So his ISOs in Golden State, what people fail to realize is he was going ISO with actions on the other side. And you had players committed to a system. So even though he was going ISO, he did it within the system. He's going ISO now. I'm going to dribble the ball up. You're watching me. The whole Boston is watching you. And it's still, I'm going to pull with two, three people on me. Like some of the shots that they showing as highlights, he has... um. Williams under him, and Tatum jumping. Now, if you remember, when OKC used to play the Clippers, Chris Paul used to guard KD, and he would get up under him. That's all Boston is doing. They're just doing it with bigger bodies. I think that... I think that it's pretty clear that the system does what it's supposed to do. The ball circulates, especially when there's only one of KD or Kate uh, or Kyrie on the court. The problem is... You're absolutely right, Is You're absolutely right, and that's why I say they don't fit. And... Uh, there's, uh, there's a bit of it, and, and tell me if I'm making this up, Sam. There's a bit of it that is coming from it's coming from like this dueling banjos type of thing that Kyrie got with KD where it's like, "Oh, you just did that. Now let me show you what I could do." And then it's never in the flow of a game like, "I'm going to be your decoy or I'm going to, you know, for the next five possessions, I'm going to get you into rhythm because you've been off." Like it's that's not really part of 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 Kyrie's game. Now I'm starting to like the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm starting to like kind of like realize that what Kool-Aid is saying is right, that the two of them might not fit together. Sam, am I bugging? No, I mean, like, I think it's possible. Like, I think it's possible for them to, for them to fit together. Like, I, I, I mean, I just agree that I think they totally need like a table setter. Like, I think even if you had 
a guy like, you know, like even if you had like a, like a guy like Rubio on this team who just like doesn't think for him, like doesn't think about anything besides getting everybody involved. And like we saw his impact on winning with Cleveland earlier this year. They were a different team before he got hurt. Like I think that would obviously make a massive difference or even like what like what Chris Paul did with with the with the Suns. I mean, obviously, they didn't have two dominant like ball handling scorers, but like. I do think it can work because, like, we saw it last year, and that was obviously with Harden. But like, it's 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 clearly doable. I just think that like they they have this thing. First of all, they have this thing, and you can tell when it's coming. And and one of us usually texts in the group chat, which is that when they get down, Kyrie goes into hero ball, and he just starts like forcing things, and it's just like becomes kind of like mayhem. And then, like, KD wants to get his shots, and then, like, it just – it basically, like, devolves into, like, a total, you know, bad high school or or, or, or middle school game. And so, uh, like, I definitely think it's po- – like, I definitely think it's possible. It's just, it's just the same – this is where it gets to coaching. To me, it's just the same script over and over where coaching plays a role. It's yeah, not just, your it's turn, my turn. Yeah, it's just the yeah, same – It's turn. the same script. Constantly. But I, 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 I this. I'm gonna piggyback off of what Sam just said. Like, right. you ever notice when Kyrie gets the screen from Drummond or any big, he never takes the screen and head and goes downhill. He's drawing and stringing it out. Well, he does a lot with Drummond. If Drummond sets the screen for him to go right, and Drummond does that thing where he seals him all the way to the lane, he never dumps it. Why are you going in the same path that the screener is going? Like, he's not using the screen or the pick to actually go by anybody. It's just to shoot the same damn jump shot. Then but, don't ask for the damn pick. But how many times do you see him wave them off, though? He, oh, a he, lot. He waves them off. And you know what? We're, we're, getting, we're going long on the episode. I want to I wanna, I wanna shout out the rest of the Nets team, yo. Because when I look into these stats, and, and I'll share them with you guys, I got to give them credit. We shot more three pointers last night on a night that a night that um Kevin Kyrie sold ass. We we shot forty seven percent from three. We got we got um, more foul calls than them, so we can't even blame the refs. They they we got twenty eight fouls to their twenty seven, right? Even the turnovers, as bad as the turnovers looked, it was fourteen to fourteen. The place, the only place that they killed us, because we we drew even on on rebounds. We had more offensive rebounds than them. So like, I gotta give credit to the to the young Nets, you know, others, as Shaq likes to call them. They they got busy in every single place except the one place that they don't control it. Assist. These guys don't have the ball in their hand, and that's the only stat column. That Boston beat us at, it, uh, of course, they beat us at, at, at the score. But we put that team. That's that's why I feel so strongly against, um, n- not giving them the credit and not giving Nash the credit because if you would have told me he would have put a team out there that would out rebound the Celtics, that would out offensive rebound the, Cel- the Celtics, they- the rebounds was even. It was it was even, but our offensive rebound them, because an offensive okay, re- okay. an offensive rebound is a tough rebound. Like they're they're the ones that the Celtics are the ones that's supposed to have all the dogs and all that. We had more blocks than them. 
we we block more shots than them, you know, to the tune of nine but, to seven. Like that was a gritty performance by the by the rest of the huh? Said again. We're a bigger team. We're a bigger team inside than them. I I, I could agree with that. I could agree with that. I think they I think they We may not we may not utilize it the best, but we're the bigger we, team inside. We have one of our inside players is 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 Bruce Brown. He's he's 6-3. He's not big for well, inside player. Well, I'm looking at I'm looking I'm looking at KD Clax and I'm um, drumming when I'm saying that. Bruce Brown is a is, is a specialty. Yeah, but he got he but got eight right. rebounds last night. Last night, KD but got that's four. That's what I said. You're right. You, you have to. That's that's where that's uh, the tragedy of last night is. The these boys did their job. I'm. We can't even really say any one of them except Kessler, who didn't really get a chance and probably didn't shouldn't have gotten a chance last night. Um. Um, you know, everybody did their job and did it well. And and we held we held you know uh, we 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 held um, um, uh, Jalen Brown to twenty two points. He was the one that he was the um, their lead scorer. It was the closer. He was their closer at the end. Right. My question is this: Do we show them a zone periodically through the game to throw them off, or do we keep going and saying, "Well, we're home now." Role players are going to play better at home when they played good last game. So I'm going to go so it'd be full circle. My question to you, Eves, is why did we lose game one? Because I, you already answered why we lost game two. You said because the stars went one for 17. No, I. I so, if, so for game one, I want to know how did we lose and we when we were up. Like how do how do how do what do we do different? Let because I truly believe defense carries over. It doesn't matter where you go, defense goes with you because it's a want right. to. Right. No, I think there was an adjustment that they found in the second half defensively that that actually put them back in the game, got them the lead, but because of what they counted on the stars, it put them in a position like Honestly, like we're just gonna keep it funky. Like KD just sold on on, on that night, and he had the ball more uh, uh, on the first game than he did the the second game. And what it came down to that entire loss was was a last minute play where KD got caught ball watching. He lost his man, which which was Tatum, and and Tatum went in for. Uh, and that that wasn't even an easy layup. That layup he had to spin like a madman to to get open, but he was gone, and he went right past Kyrie and KD. Now I I I I feel like okay. it's deeper than that, but the reality is the adjustments. Uh, but that's the that's the thing. For me, I feel like how could you say they didn't adjust when they came into the second game and improved on almost every statistical no, category? I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying for KD because we've been talking, and I know your stance is the stars didn't show up. So what I'm saying to you is, what what is what will he have to do for us to win, considering all things being the same and Boston's defense. 
going to still, they're going to still um, be as physical. They got the PJ Tucker rule book last year for KD, and they're using it. So until the refs foul out everybody, or somebody gets hurt, they're going to continue to do what they're doing. And how do, how does how does he adapt and adjust? You, you saw KD's mom. You saw Kevin Durant's yeah, mom. Yeah, I saw his mom. She had the fly camouflage full link coat on, um, yelling at the refs uh, uh, yesterday. I love that. I love her. Um, listen, the Nets win both of those games if you get a semi-average KD, a below-average KD. You get a you if KD shoots instead of shooting twenty-nine percent, if KD shoots thirty-seven percent. We win both of those games. That's that's how close if we Katie are hits to winning. His two free throws in the fourth quarter, we win. My point exactly. My point. My my point exactly. Like, but but he didn't. So we lost. So now, what adjustments does he make? He has to for he, game three. He has to be Kevin Durant. He has to be Kevin Durant. I, I I know that sounds really simple, but if he's Kevin Durant, we would have won the first two games. I really think that they found something. I don't I don't I think just, that getting Ben is going to... Say that again? I think they're punking him. At some point, the physicality is getting to him, and it's obvious. We can keep saying he's having these bad shooting nights, but there's a reason. It's called the Celtics defense. Uh, On the end, even the P, even PJ Tucker last year didn't really stop KD. He was super physical. Him He's and Middleton, small. him and Middleton, you know what I mean? Like they they did their thing on 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 Kevin Durant. And they did play physical with him. He still was getting thirty nine. Still was getting forty. 50. Yeah, but PJ Tucker is six five. Jason True. Tatum probably six nine six ten. True. Just as just as and, long and, and he's athletic. quicker and he's quicker. He's 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 Younger. as athletic, if not more athletic. Um, I agree with that. It's just Kevin Durant. If we need Kevin Durant to be Kevin Durant, that's that's the key. Everybody did their job. The idea was Sam, and tell me if I'm wrong in saying this. It doesn't matter who you get if you got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. If that was the thesis, right? Tell me, Sam, what, why is it not the thesis anymore? What happened? I just, like, I think that you're, I think that the team has been hit by, like, really incredible defense, and I think that the response to a really good defensive plan can't just be, like, yeah, but we have, yeah, but we have the two, like, but we have the two most skilled players in the in the league, and they, and, and they just got to do them. Because I think the shots that they took yesterday – we're all really contested and, and really good. And I think like when that happens, when you get hit in the face like that, you can't just run out there and do the same thing and then blame the players if the shots aren't if the shots are contested and not good. Like that like their their offense yesterday, I mean, how many possessions did they have where they were like throwing up crap at the end of the shot clock? Like that to me is that to me is coaching. Like that that isn't like that isn't, you know, Katie and Kyrie like not not making their shots. That's just not having any organizational offense and like knowing what to do in certain situations. And so that's like that's what really gets me concerned. And I like what I would like to see is I think that they should 
I think the team, like, look, the thing I'm most nervous about is has the team been, um, has the team totally like semi quit? Because I think, and Kool Aid would know better than like any of us. I think that's on the table. um, No, right. And and, like, Kool Aid can speak to Read what Kyrie said. Now, what Kyrie said recently makes me start to think about what Kevin Durant said earlier. Yep. Do, and you know, and I, what and what Harden and, and I'm sorry not to step on you, but and what Harden has the statement Harden was making by asking to be traded, that maybe they looked around in that locker room and was like, nah, this is not a championship team. Yeah, and like I think like so I think it's a good point. And like look, like Kool Aid's played in way bigger games than any of us, and like he's obviously been the star on a lot of teams. Like the if if like if the star player looks uninterested or is going through the motions that shit like does have a trickle down like that like you know like i mean i never played anything big but like when you when 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 the guy that you're looking up to uh that you're looking to like make all the big moves when you're down in the trenches like and that guy is already like trying to go to cancun or whatever like that that doesn't make you really want to be as invested either and i think i thought you saw an edge and that's why I'm even happy that you gave like kind of a, a shout out to some of the role guys. Like I thought Bruce Brown and, and who I have called out a lot, especially for after game one, I thought Bruce Brown and Seth Curry like really had gutsy performances yesterday. And Seth, especially on like a bad ankle and in foul trouble. And like there, there just is like a level of like how much, like how, how into this are they? But like, the, the, like all I can say is that the, look, the media has a ton of people that are pro Celtics and that's why the Celtics team has been built up into this juggernaut. I think we can tell that they're not a juggernaut or anything close to that. Like the Nets were in both of these games and played dumb and played stupid and looked like honestly uninterested at times. Now, yeah, go ahead. Now what I what I'm gonna say is yeah, you're absolutely right. But the issue becomes Dragic is our leader, our yep. emotional leader. Definitely. How he he can't be the emotional leader coming in as a buyout person. That's the issue. There's yep. nobody There's nobody to do checks and balances. You need a Udazlam, a, a, a UD, to, to be able to check the player. Like, yo, somebody need to grab KD by his, by his damn jersey and say, yo, you're Kevin Durant. You know that, right? I'm not like, going to let you. Him up. I'm you not going to let you get past. That, but guess what? Sometimes even the stars need a little kick in the ass. <laughs> I'm not going right to let you now, get past that Udazlam. You dazzle, dazzler. <laughs> yeah, I messed that up. But you know what I meant. Of course, <laughs> like, of course. We, I'm just all, messing we with you. all know he's a player's, he's a he's an assistant coach. He's a player's coach. So my thing is this, and this goes back to Sean Marks. You got rid of James Johnson, which all Nets fan base hate, and even I was against him. But guess what? You got rid of him. Don't and you don't play Blake or LA. Like I went and I know people been killing me for this. LA has made his bread and butter throughout his career on that left block. I'm putting him on the left block for five minutes a game. And y'all could call me crazy. Guess what? He's seven foot. He can get his he can get his little runner floater off off on anybody on the Celtics not named Robert Williams. It's I'm just, using that to my advantage. It, it's but just you, we got a Here's another place coach. where you don't give where you don't give Nash credit. We wouldn't have had Goran Dragic 
if it wasn't for Steve Nash. Now I'm just messing with you. <laughs> no, no, no. That that's cool. But if I'm Gorman Dragon, I'm upset that I came here. He's cooking. He He's was cooking. cooking yesterday. You gotta ride the hot hand. That's coaching. That's coaching. So we can't say he gave us 18, and most of it came in the first half. He settled us down. You can't say, yo, I'm watching KD and them give the lead away. I'm not going to call a timeout and put the point guard in and put my two scorers at where they excel best, on the wing, getting the ball, reacting, not reading, just reacting. Take some of the, take some of the thought process off of KD because, listen, if he doesn't have to bring the ball up, they're not going to just be hitting him. He can move around in the offense. You can move him. It was the play in the first half where he got the backdoor screen and went to dunk. I was like, yo, why are they not calling that enough? Because that's there all day. Either you're going to foul him by impeding his movement, and that's a foul, or he's going to get the foul in the dunk. Simple as that. But how many times? I, I, I don't know about this team, and I think I think Nets Twitter is, is going crazy because we don't have faith in the coach. It's not the stars; it's the coach. I I, I hear that we I, have faith in. I'm not blaming the Nets. I'm just talking about what we got faith in. No, Steve I, Nash hasn't earned that yet from us. I I I, I will uh, uh, agree with that. Let's let's close it out on this on this note, fellas, because we've gone we've gone long. Um, we, it's it's two zero, obviously. Is it over? Is it over, or can we come back and how? Sam, I'll go to you first. Kool Aid, I'll close out with you after. You know, it's funny. I I actually didn't think at all it was over. And, like, I, like I kind of went into this series thinking they might start out down 0-2, and I could have seen them winning four straight. The 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 Kyrie and KD postgame comments were the things that really were just like, oh, man, they kind of – they already have the thought of, like, like what am I going to – like, I can't wait to go to L.A. this summer type of, type of thing. And that, that shit scares me because that, to me – that to me is equivalent to, you know, the guy who, like, I was like, for example, I, I get nervous about like with uh, with Tom Brady this year. Like, once you have the thought of retiring, I think that thought kind of stays there, and you're a little bit like, you now you think you can always go back to it. And I don't think that you know, for like, let's say like the Raptors, right? They're down 3-0 right now, but I guarantee you, I don't think anybody on that team, Siakam. Gary Trent, Scotty Barnes, if he plays, I don't think any of those guys are are thinking about the summer, and that stuff that stuff worries me. Like once your mind stops starts wandering, that's like when I think that you're you're kind of you're kind of out of it because like let's say they go down twenty five to eighteen in the in like with two minutes left in the first quarter. Like we've seen this team. This team could legitimately just like shit the bed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kool Aid. Same thing. Okay. So the play in me says it's not over because Boston did what they were supposed to do. They had home court advantage. I would like to have split. Realistically, we could have been up 2-0. Okay. So if we can say that, we can say an adjustment here or there, and we could go back to Boston time. Right? 
it all comes down to the coach. And if the players are going to KD and Kyrie are going to accept the challenge. Right now, I'm going to go with KD. You got to show me now because he went back to his regular habits, which is OKC shrinkage, KD. And the big moments when it's time to really boss up, because to me, Kyrie is his new Westbrook. He don't show up. So, as you say, the, the, the game is going to be won from the players earning their money and also the coaching coaching. So, game three will be the test. Obviously, if we lose, we know it's over. I will not bet on this team to come back from 3-0. No. Because when they're doing this, they're getting these wins without Robert Williams who's the glue and he's going to he's going to present a different problem to us because he catches the law pick and roll law that for some reason we still can't stop as a team don't know why but you know let's hope it works out and we and we can pull it off fellas going into this uh third game um I don't know going down 3-0 it's just I, I I don't see how we survive that. We've, we've got to pull it together. I'm not going to throw Ben Simmons in there. It would be unfair to put a, a season on a dude who hasn't um, played at all. But I, based off of what I've seen these guys do at home, we're not far off, man. We're not far off. Well, I'm more worried about that we not going to show up, that half our building is going to be Celtics fans. And, and the advantage that they had with with their fan base, we're not gonna have. Because we didn't lose those two games by much. Both of those games, we went into the fourth quarter with a lead. I don't think it's rocket science what we need to do to get to, to get over the hump. To even be dominant. We just need our superstars to be themselves. And then let Kevin let let our uh our boy uh, Ben Simmons come in after that. I don't think he's going to be a big part of winning, but I think he replaces Kessler Edwards, and I think he'll be more functional than Kessler Edwards is. Regardless, this is up. This is right there for us, fellas. We not um we're not a team that that can't turn this around and 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 make it a series and 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 and, and be victorious. I still believe in our guys. They just got to be themselves. I'm at Eve Darboos. We have our guy at Kool-Aid Morgan on on the joint. And, of course, at Samuel LaChow. Get at them at wherever they they uh, uh, link on, on Twitter. And we'll keep talking basketball. We are Pod Thorn. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.